Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to the She Said What podcast. It's your host, Yaya. Thank you so much for the continuous follow-up for wanting a new episode in regards to the He Ain't Make the Cut uh, part of the podcast. It's been something that people have been uh, reaching out to me, telling me to keep it up, telling me to keep up with the podcast. And honestly, y'all, y'all, y'all's appreciation and also y'all continuing to stay on me to keep releasing these episodes is what keeps me going. Um, so I appreciate all the feedback. I appreciate all the love. Um, it's definitely something that I know that I'm going to continue to do and continue to spill the tea and continue to tell y'all about my crazy ass goddamn dating life. Like I don't how I don't understand how sometimes I get myself into these situations, but then I think, well, Ayana, you just be getting into a whole lot of shit anyway. So yeah. So if you've been kind of watching my story on Instagram. That's kind of how a lot of these things unfold. Um, it's via my IG story. I literally may post something on my IG story and things that I'm doing for the day. And it just basically unravels from here, from there. So if you're not following me on IG, I'm going to start posting more to my actual podcast page. So it's, it's called She Said What Podcast. And then my personal IG page is Yana underscore said um, is my name. I believe that's my name. That's sad that you don't even know what your own IG names are. Um, I'm gonna have to figure that out so that way I can definitely give y'all that information. But I'm gonna talk about this last recent date that I went on that was a complete and utter waste of my time, to be honest with you. Um, and here's the thing, dating is definitely going to be times where you're going to connect with people and say, okay, this was great. And I'm so glad that I connected with this person. And then other times dating is going to be on some, dang, I don't went out with this person two or three times. And now I realize like this person ain't shit and I need to now move on. But that's the one thing I do like about dating and where I've gotten to a point where, you know, yes, I want to eventually be married one day, but no, I don't look at every person I, I date as the person to say like, oh yeah, this is it. This is going to be my person. Um, because to me, you kind of set yourself up with expectations that a person may not be able to follow through with. And I don't want that in dating, like especially being ethic ethically non-monogamous. It's it's in a sense of, you know, if you ain't going to provide, another nigga will. And I don't say that in a way of being like mean or or in a way of saying it like, oh, in a, oh like I just want to like date all these niggas and, 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 and juggle so many people. That's not really it. It's really in a sense of sometimes your partner doesn't have all the things that you would love to have in a partner. But your other partner may come up or or have the other things that one of your other partners don't. So you're able to have different experiences with different people and still get what you're looking for. So I say all that to say, you know, one thing, if you know me, I love to travel. Um, I try to get away with my girlfriends as much as possible. We try to do trips and stuff. Um, but I just love to travel in general. So this guy that I, I've been talking to for the last few months, we actually met in Atlanta. Uh, he came out to Atlanta for, if you're really familiar with the Earn Your Leisure um, podcast and, and group IG, they're very, very um, two black men who run a podcast that's basically teaching uh, financial uh, literacy and wellness for the black community. Um, so they held a conference out here in Atlanta 
and he came out here for the conference. How we met was we met on a dating app because I did tell y'all that I am on dating apps. So we met on Bumble. The cool thing about Bumble that I like that are different from uh, other dating apps is that in order for you to connect with somebody on Bumble, the woman has to send the first message. So you can like each other, you know, you can match or whatever. But if you don't send a message to the guy within 24 hours, the match is disconnected or whatever. And you have to move on. So in that instance, it makes me say, okay, like I have to initiate conversation because if not, then this is something that, you know, is basically going to be left out of my hands. Um, so me and him matched on Bumble. We started talking. I started up a conversation. He told me he was in town, um, you know, for the conference. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm like, well, you know, you in town. Let's go ahead and do something in Atlanta, whatever. So we went, we went out to a hookah spot the first time we went, the first night we, we, met it was a vibe like we connected we talked um he told me he worked at the hospital he's on his uh pursuit to get his mba um you know he had his own like now look this and and i'm not saying this to be funny but like he had his own hotel room he had a rental car if you know a lot of people like if you come out of town you know you usually travel with like your homies or somebody like nah like he legit was like yo i'm here by myself this is what i want to do so i'm like all right cool and we had a really good connection after the weekend was over he hit me up and was like, yo, I would love for you to come see me. Like, you know, we spent time in Atlanta in your city. I would love for you to come to my city and spend time in my city. So that way, you know, I can show you a good time. And I'm like, you know, that sounds dope. Like, I think that would be something that, that I think we should be able to do. And I would love to do it. So he's like, yeah, I think you should come to my city. You know, when you get a chance, um, come to my city. So I'm like, okay. Now, if you know me, you know that I am ethically non-monogamous, right? And that I do date other people. Also, long distance does not and will probably never work for me. Um, I am the type of person that I love a local and like a relationship where like at any moment, if I could see a person, I could drive whatever I'm doing and drive, you know, 20 minutes to go see my per like the person that I'm dating or talking to. Or if something happens to me and I need the person to be able to get to me, I know that, you know, in like 30, 45 minutes or less, this person will be able to like see me, take care of me, anything. So I tell anybody that I'm talking to, I always say like, look, long distance ain't really for me, but I'm willing to give things a shot if I feel like there's going to be something more there. And I really thought that there would be something more there because it was a situation where I felt like, okay, he is stable. He has his shit together and we can do this whole flying thing. Like I could come see you. You could come see me. You know, we can travel, meet up different places. I think that's something that you know, people should do more often in relationships to be able to fly out and see, you know, people or, you know, travel and meet places. I think that's something that's, you know, super important in a relationship. So I was like, okay, cool. Now he came, the Earn Your Leisure Conference, I want to say was maybe in August, maybe September, maybe. So all the way from September or August, 
until recently this man has like been on my line like when are you coming i want to see you i want to show you a good time i think you would love it here you know i miss your presence you know i really want to make things work with you you know like consistently giving me energy where it's like okay this man like really is interested in me he really wants to you know see me like and i love a pursuit like i tell anybody that that i talk to like pursuing me will probably be like the best thing any guy does because i love a pursuit because a pursuit means that you're interested so i need to show you that i'm just as interested in the situation if you are too so i'm like okay i i love this pursuit you know i think it's great you know he lives in a city that I love to be in. Um, so I'm like, you know what? Bet. Let's make this happen. You know what? I'm going to come see you. Whatever. So we planned for like three weeks for this trip. Like when to come down, what dates work for both of us. Um, you know, when, what can I do, you know, to be able to come in town? You know, do I need to get a rental car? Where would I be staying? Like we legit planned this for three weeks. And, you know, he was just like, you know, you could come stay with me. I don't have a problem with it. You know, you could come stay. I live in the city, so we'll do stuff in the city. You know what I'm saying? I drive, so you won't have to do anything. I also do Toro and have Toro cars. So if you need like a rental or something like that, you know, I got that for you as well. So I'm like, all right, bet. This sounds great. You know, he seems really open to trying to make this situation work. So... Here comes the time for me to go out of town. I want to say it's two days before I'm about to go out of town. And I'm packing, like, my bag. And I say to him, I'm like, yeah, I'm packing a suitcase. You know, I just want to make sure I have, you know, enough stuff to pack. So he's like, yo, I need you to pack two going out outfits. Pack a few casual outfits. I need you to pack, you know, a bathing suit or whatever because I got a pool here at my crib. You know, I also need you to pack some workout fits so, you know, we could go work out and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, okay. This is about to be a legit trip. Like, you know, let me pack some stuff. Let me make sure I look cute. Let me, you know, if... If you know me, you know that typically when I pack, I pack literally in a like carry-on bag. Like typically if I travel somewhere, what I pack is literally able to fit in like maybe a backpack. Like legit. I don't like checking bags. I hate that whole process of checking a bag. You have to wait to, for my bag once I get off a flight. Like none of that. Like I want to be able to grab and go. I actually checked a fucking bag for this flight. Like I legit packed for this fight because I was like, oh, okay, like this man want to show me a good time. I want to make sure I look good. I smell good. Let me make sure like, you know what I'm saying? I come correct. So the day finally comes and I go to go see this man. Go to go see this man. I get there and I could have, I should have known something was off one because he wasn't waiting for me at the airport. Now, look, I know that might be dramatic, but if a person tells you like, hey, I'm on a flight, I'm on my flight, this is the time I get in, you would think like when a person is like, hey, yeah, I landed, they would be like on some, like, oh, I'm already on my way or like, I'm about to be here or you know what I'm saying? I'm about to like be on my way. So as soon as I landed, he's like, okay, I'm about to be on my way. Now, typically I wouldn't be mad at that because I legit live 10 minutes from the Atlanta airport. So like when people fly in, literally when they tell me they land, I probably could make it to the airport before they even make it off the train to like get to their baggage. Like that's how close I live. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like maybe he lives like that close to the airport. I literally waited at the airport for an hour, y'all. An hour. Now he said it was traffic and that it was all this traffic that he had going on and this, that, and the third and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, cool. 
not going to be mad. It's my first night. I want to have a good time. Whatever. I'm not going to overreact to that one situation. So he picks me up, drives a nice ass car. 2020 Dodge Durango is blacked out, um, fully loaded, um, extended sunroof, like really nice car. So I'm like, okay, cool. So we get in the car, we get inside, you know, we greet each other. You know, I'm so happy to see you. Cool, 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 whatever. So we get to his crib. Now, mind you, I want to say it's probably like nine o'clock. By the time we like, I get off a flight, he gets me or whatever. I want to say it's like nine o'clock. So we get to the crib. As we get to the crib, I'm like, you know, putting my stuff down. Like he's showing me that where he stay at or whatever. So I'm like, okay, this is nice, whatever, boom. So I say to him, I'm like, okay, so what we doing tonight? Like, you know, what, what do I need to put on? Like, what's up? He was like, yo, boo, I worked, you know, all day today. I've been up since like 530 this morning. You know, I'm not really in the mood to go out, you know, tonight. You know, I know you'll be here um, all weekend so we could just do something for the weekend. So I'm like, all right, cool. Look, we owe. I ain't going to sit here and say like, hey, I'm mad that we didn't go out because at the end of the day, I was tired from my flight too. Low key, I wanted to smoke a blunt have a nice meal, you know what I'm saying? And then get started with whatever we was going to do on Saturday. So that's exactly what happened. Like legit smoked the blunt, ate some, talked a little bit or whatever, chilled and like went to bed or whatever the first night. Now here's the thing. Things that I, I think that this is where things took a turn for to the left. Friday night into Saturday, of course we sleeping in the same bed and shit, whatever. Um, he tried to make a move. Now, here's the thing for me. Not to say that I wasn't going to be okay with him making a move and going in that direction. I just wasn't ready. Like, you asked me to fly me in. So I'm thinking like, once I'm okay, you, we flew in, whatever. We're going to have a grand time before I give up anything for you. Like, I don't want you to think that this is just some on some, oh, because we've been talking for the last few months and I didn't flew in to see you that that's an automatic, like, I'm going to give it up because I'm not. So it was a no. He got offended. And I said to him, I'm like, well, you know, I'm here, you know, for the next like four days. What are you getting offended about? Like, it's not like I don't plan on doing anything. It's just that I don't want to do anything right now. And he's like, Oh, you know, I've been trying to see you for weeks. This is something that I've been wanting to, uh, to experience with you for weeks now. Like, you know, I, I don't feel like I would that we should have to wait. Why wait? And I'm like, why do we have to do it right now? Like, what's the difference between now and maybe waiting until later on this afternoon when we go out? Like, please let me know, like, the significance of, like, time. So we go back and forth with that for a little bit. After that conversation, I already felt, like, awkward because I was like... I should never have to explain to a nigga why I don't want to fuck him ever. I should never have to like go back and forth and like have a back and forth conversation with you about why I'm not ready to fuck you yet. Like that should never be a conversation to me because automatically, as soon as that conversation happens, I'm turned off. Like automatic, like mm, shut down, reboot. I'm not there. Like for real. So we have that conversation. It's awkward. I want to say a few hours go by, um, he tries again. And I tell him again, like, nah, like, 
I told you once, you know, I'm not ready. When I'm ready, it's not something that you will have to force. It'll definitely be something that I initiate. Like, men don't understand that if a woman wants to give you or have sex with you, like, it's not much that you have to do for her to give you anything. You will know when a woman wants to fuck you. Like, it's plain as fucking day. So, that happens, whatever. He gets another attitude, whatever. At that point, I don't care. I want to say maybe... Two hours after that, we ended up having sex because I felt I felt at that point, if we did not have sex, that it was just going to be awkward as fuck the entire time that I was there. So whatever that happens, it happens, whatever, cool. On a scale of like one to was it a waste of my time? It was definitely a waste of my fucking time. Like, I could have went... Like, the energy that I spent doing that, I could have watched on a new show. But that's that's neither here nor there. Like, we're not, we not even going to get into that part right now. But I feel as though that was the beginning of the downfall of, like, the rest of the trip. Because after that, this nigga started acting different. So we get up Saturday after all that happens. And I say to him, like, damn, you know, we didn't really eat yesterday when I got in. And I'm hungry. He was like, okay, I can make you some breakfast. What do you want? You want an omelet? Now, if you know me, you know that I am a part-time pescatarian. Meaning that I try not to eat meat. I do slip up most times. <laughs> but I have not had like bacon or like pork or anything like that in years. I will eat chicken. You know, eggs is like real iffy for me. You know, I will eat it, but it's not something that I really, really want. So I said to him, I was like, well, you know, I don't eat meat. He's like, oh yeah, I forgot. Okay, cool. I get it. You know what I'm saying? He eats meat. So I get that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, so, you know, what were you going to make? And he was like, oh, I was going to make an omelet. So I'm like, okay, so we're not going to brunch. Okay. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, well, if you're going to make the omelet, you know, can you make a, a veggie one for me? He was like, yeah, I could definitely do that. So I'm like, all right, cool. So he makes the omelet, he gives it to me, you know, we chopping it up or whatever, taking it easy. So I'm going to say I maybe like finish eating around like 12. So I'm like, all right, cool. I finished eating. Let me take a shower, get dressed or whatever. So that way I'm dressed and ready. So that way it's not him waiting for me to get dressed and ready so we could go out. Now, let me backtrack and, and, and um, see if I can play for y'all. A voice recording of this nigga basically saying, like, I asked him a question, like, you know, when I come into town, you know, what we going to get into, like, what we going to do? And he sent me this voice recording back, like, oh, there's these places I want to take you. I want to take you here, 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 here. Like, so that's another thing. I didn't just come out to see this nigga without, like, asking first, like, you know, what are we going to do? What do you have planned? Because I'm not coming around just to sit around and be around a nigga. I could do that at home. I have, like, four niggas here that I could do that with. So... Let me see if I can get this recording and play for y'all real quick. Hold on. You know, a few little spots. Some of my favorite little places to go. Like this Mediterranean spot. Discovery Green. A spot in Pearland that I'll go to. Um, and then this other spot. Uh, <clears throat> that's near, 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 near the north side. It's a little good spot. You, you'll have fun with me. Plus, I'm going to be there. So, of course. Come on now. So... As you can see on that recording, this man from September 1st, September 1st is, is, is when I, uh, when we had that conversation, that's what we talked about. We were, you know, talking about different things and just trying to figure out, you know, what would be the best thing for us to do. 
So, with that in mind, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. He got an itinerary. You know, we're going to be straight. You know, I'm going to get there, blah, blah, blah. So, again, now it's Saturday. Let me go ahead and bring you back to current. So, it's Saturday. I done had an omelet for breakfast because that's what he decided to make me. It's now, like, noontime, probably, like, let's say, like, after one or whatever. I get in the shower. I get dressed because I'm like, you know what? I want to be dressed. You know what I'm saying? Just in case I could be ready for whatever's next. I get out the shower and get dressed. And this nigga is like, oh, yeah, um, I'm going to be back. I'm going to go uh, lift some weights and shit like that before we get our day started. So, again, it's like probably like 1 o'clock at this point. So, I'm like, okay. Now, what people don't realize about me is that I will go through a lot of shit and not say anything to set people up for their own, like, downfall. Like, I will legit not do something or not say something just because I'm taking calculated moves or showing calculated moves to say like, when I don't fuck with you no more, here are all the reasons why. So I'm like, okay, all right, well, I'll see you when you get back. Like, have a good workout, like whatever. So he leaves. He leaves for two hours, y'all. Two hours this man had me in his house. I This is my first time being in his house. Had me in his house for two hours while he went to work out. So he gets back. It's probably like 3, 3.30-ish now. So I'm like, okay. So it's 3.30 now and this man's about to get in the goddamn shower. So I'm like, okay. Nice as day outside. I'm like, all right, cool. So it's 3.30. He gets ready so we could go out, get in the shower. Do y'all know that we did not leave the house until 5 o'clock? 5.05 on the dot because I was like staring at the clock because I was just like, what the actual fuck? So I'm like, okay, you know, it's still, you know what I'm saying? Early in my opinion, because I'm like, all right, cool. We getting a late start because we about to be out all night. We about to go out. It's down the third. So we get out. He like, yo, I got to do a few errands or whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. We driving around and shit. It's a nice day outside. All right, cool. So the first stop that we make, he's like, oh, yeah, I want us to go ride scooters. So I'm like, oh, bet. That sounds like fun. I love riding the scooters and shit like that. It's something that I think I've done one other time, but I haven't done again since then. So I'm like, yeah, I think we should do that. So we pull up to a park where it's like nothing but kids, like nothing but kids running around, parents and shit like that. Like, you know, the parents that like be like sipping wine and like brown paper bags and shit while they tell the kids to like get off like the playpen and shit. Like that's literally the scene. So I'm like, what are we doing in here? He's like, oh, this is a park. Um, I want to take you through or whatever. And then like, you know, we could ride scooters. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like that sounds like a, a good idea. So we go to the park, we go to walk or whatever. We walking around the park or whatever. So he's like, yeah, let's sit down. Okay, so we sit down, we start talking and stuff, and I'm just like, why are we here? Like, you know me, on a Saturday, if I was home in Atlanta and I got money, nigga, I'm at brunch. Like, that's like an automatic thing. My homegirl already know, you know, hey, this is the time that I'm going to um, go out. You know, it's, it's the weekend and it's nice as fuck outside. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out and like, enjoy that, like, or go to whatever festival. Like I'm never in the house and I'm definitely not going to a park unless it has alcohol, 
hookah or weed. Like, are, are we bringing any of those things to the park so that way I can, like, sit on the grass and, like, look around but also be inebriated because I'm a fucking adult? Like, what? So we sat there in that park for, like, an hour. And there were, like, food trucks and stuff like that around or whatever. So we got some food from the food trucks or whatever and sat in this park for an hour. After that, I'm like, okay, bro, so, like, where are we going after this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be able to go out and go around. Like, these are none of the things that you said that we were going to do. So he's like, oh, I'm going to take you to this spot, this island vibe spot or whatever, so we could watch the game. Now, if you know me or if you've been following me or you know anything about me, I love, 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 love sports. Sports. Basketball, football, mostly football. But I'll watch anything sports related. Like, I love sports. And if you have been living in a box, um, you know that the World Series at the time was in Atlanta. And Atlanta and Houston were facing each other. Atlanta won. And I'll be at the parade. Um, but at the time, that's the game that was on. So I'm like, all right, bet. You know, I'm definitely with that. I want to watch the game, whatever. So we go to this little like lounge spot that's like a like in the cut, not really like in downtown, but like it's a few people in there and shit like that. But nothing that's like... I'm going to take a girl that's coming to visit me out of town somewhere to go to have a good time. Like, that's not the first place that I would have chose or taken someone to if I was, like, trying to show, like, a woman a good time. So we go there. We order the hookah and shit. We order food. We watch the game and stuff. You know, we watch maybe, like, the first half of the game at the shit or whatever. So he's like, yo, you ready to go? I'm like, yeah, we could go, whatever. Because in my mind, I'm like, all right, bet. We about to go because we about to go home and change and get ready for the night or whatever we about to do for that night. So I we get the check, get in the car, whatever, get home. I want to say it's maybe, like, 9, 30, 10 o'clock by the time we get home. Get home, we turn back on the game and shit like that. I'm like, all right, cool. So let me like hop in the shower and shit like that because I want to, you know what I'm saying? Be ready for whatever you say, like whatever I need to do once I get out the shower. Bro, I get out the shower and this nigga is asleep on the couch with his mouth open. Just like how I sent or put that picture on IG of what he looked like. That's exactly what he looked like. And I'm like, what? So I shake it. I'm like, yo, so like, we doing anything else tonight? And he like, nah. And I'm like, okay. Because again, I am not the type to say something. I'ma just let you do you. So that way when like the shit hit the fan, I already have every A to Z reason why I'm not fucking with you no more. Like it's, it's, there's nothing to come back from. So Saturday night, I spent in the house. We wake up Sunday morning and I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm like, you know, it's Sunday, it's football. You know, I want to go watch the game somewhere. So he's like, yeah, we could definitely watch the game somewhere. You know, um, let's just get, you know, the day started. So I'm like, all right, cool. So now, like I said, I know I'm up early because the games is about to start. Um, there's a game in town actually. Um, so like he stayed maybe like five, 10 minutes from the stadium. So I'm like, okay, maybe we're going to go tailgate and shit like that, whatever. So I get dressed. I want to say I'm dressed probably about like one o'clock. Um, same thing, dressed early, whatever. This man gonna tell me, oh, yeah, we're gonna hit such and such. I forgot the name of the place, but we're gonna hit some some with an R or whatever and catch the games and shit like that, dude. You know, dinner was so I'm like, all right, bet this sounds cool, whatever. Get with it, right? So then we say and we say, and I'm waiting, I'm like, okay, so what's taking this man so long? I go in the room, 
This man is literally going through his closet and figuring out shit that he's going to donate to the Salvation Army. And y'all, he did that for two hours. Literally took every single shirt out of his closet to see what he was going to keep and what he was going to donate. And did that shit for two hours. I could not even believe my eyes. I was like, yo, am I tripping or am I seeing things? And to me, that would have been cool or that would have been something that would have been all right if... I wasn't just coming in from out of town to like see you on like a random weekend or if I, or if I lived there. Like if I lived where you lived and like I was just coming over to spend time with you or whatever the case may be and like this is just what we did. It's like a normal like weekend shit. Cool. But like nigga, I flew in to see you. To only see you. And that was another thing too. I came in to spend time with this nigga. Y'all already know how to get down y'all. I could have had two, three, four niggas waiting for me in Houston. But no, I'm like, okay, let me just go out here, see what this nigga's about, and just, you know, give him a time of day. Why did I do that? I should have trusted my fucking better instincts. Because what? After he does that for two hours, he then go ahead and proceeds to get in the shower and get ready. After he gets ready, he's like, okay, we could go now. So now we like, we go out. It's like, mm, maybe six o'clock. So we'd have missed all the morning games. Like morning to me, is, it starts at one. Afternoon game starts at four. So now we're, we're it's at six o'clock now. So we're literally going to see the night game. You know where this nigga decided to take me? Fucking Torchies Tacos. You know what a Torchies is like equivalent to? Like a Buffalo fucking Wild Wings. And... I was like, okay, this could only be one or two things. Either one, this nigga don't fuck with me and he don't want to fuck with me. And whatever I did of denying this nigga, whatever he was denying in the beginning, then turned this nigga to what he want to be. Or two, this man got a girlfriend on a low in Houston. And he don't want to be seen out. So like this nigga is keeping me on some like, I'm a side joint or something. Like it was very fucking awkward to me. And it was very on some like, this don't make no sense because what you said over the phone don't even match the level of like what you giving me right now. So we go, we go to Torchies Tacos and eat Torchies Tacos, watch the game for a few hours. And of course, what do we do after that? Go back home. At this point, the weekend is over. This nigga has to work the next day. And I'm like, okay. I can either still decide to be here and try to see, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe we'll do something, like, after work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Try to, you know, make the rest, best of the rest of the time I'm here. So, the next day, he goes to work. He gets off at, like, I want to say, like, 3. Gets to the house at, like, 3.30. We chopping it up. He's like, how was your day? You know how to go. Now, mind you, in the midst of him going to work, he probably left the house at, like, 6. And again, he didn't get home until 3.30. He never texted me to say, hey, are you good? Did you eat? Did you eat breakfast? Are you, are you okay? Do you need anything? Do you need me to send for you to have anything? Like, none of those conversations happened at all. At all. I could have been robbing this nigga blind and he wouldn't fucking even know it. So he gets home at 3.30 and I'm like, yeah, so, you know, what's going on? He was like, oh, well, I have a class. I'm like... A class? He's like, yeah, you know, I'm getting my MBA and stuff. I have a Monday class from 5.30 to 7.30. 
So I'm like, okay, so what do we do for dinner? He's going to say, oh, I was just going to make something at the house. Sir, wait, what? So I said, okay, so like, what, you know, what did you plan on making? Because again, I don't eat meat. You eat meat, but I don't. So what were you planning on making at the house? Oh, I was just going to have a salad or something. Y'all, at that point, I said, okay, let me gather my things and let me get the fuck on. Because it's obvious to me that this nigga really don't give a fuck about me and that he is just doing whatever he needs to do so that way when I need to leave, I could get the fuck up out of here and he could feel like he didn't do too much. Like, at all. So, at that very moment, in my mind, I said, I'm getting the fuck up out of here. And I proceeded to rebook my trip, book the earlier flight. I knew this nigga left for work at like six in the morning. So, when this nigga left for work at six in the morning, I called me an Uber at 7.30 and got my ass on the first flight out the next fucking day. Because who the fuck does he think he is? Like, you think I'm about to be sitting here waiting hand to foot on you? To feed me salad? Are you kidding me? After I haven't eaten all day, the best you could come home with and tell me is that, oh, we're going to eat salad? Now, for the record, y'all, I didn't go for that shit. I was just like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. I said, I want something else. Um, I'm either going to order something off DoorDash or when you get back from your house, you need to take me somewhere. And that nigga quickly was like, well, figure out what you want. And then after his class, quickly call me and say, hey, what you want? I'll pick it up. So we definitely ate what I wanted to fucking eat that night because there was no way in hell that I was eating salad for fucking dinner after I sat in the house all fucking day waiting for a nigga. What? And when I left, I didn't tell him I left. I legit packed up all my shit, called me an Uber, got on the plane, got off the plane. And then once I got off the plane and I was in Atlanta, like in my house and I was fine, I texted that nigga like on some, oh yeah, something came up, so I'm out. I'll check you later. And the nigga was like, oh, what happened? You know, what's going on? You know, what, uh, is there anything, blah, blah, blah? Like, no, I'm good. Like, nothing. This, that, and the third. Nigga asked me all these questions about his house and all that other stuff. I never even fucking responded, y'all. Because why? Now, me being in your house and your house being uh, unlocked or some shit, now you're worried? Nigga, I could have been robbing you blind for the last two days. And you would have never even known it. So good luck it's above me now i don't know what happened to none of your shit i hope everything is good but i had to get the fuck out from for me and my fucking well-being because niggas will really try it and that was my thing it's like i'm looking in this man's closet he got all types of sneakers he got all types of shoes you know we got everything is google fucking operated in this house you driving in a nice car we again i don't fuck with niggas that don't present to me or show me that, okay, we on the same level somehow. Like, you can take care of yourself. I can take care of myself. Okay, cool. Let's take care of each other. Like, that's the energy that I'm looking for. And niggas always feel like, oh, the moment that a woman doesn't submit to me, I'm now going to treat her or be different towards her. Nigga, that's fine. I take care of myself. I don't need to be here. I can leave. And that's exactly what the fuck I did. So, my lesson learned in this shit... And the whole reason I decided to have or talk about this on the podcast was to say, look, 
and dating, don't be fucking cheap. And if you're not interested in somebody, or if if this is if if sex is what you want or what you're looking for, then say that, my nigga. So that way we can have an understanding. So that way there's no misunderstanding. So that way we can move accordingly. I'm not the type of person that's going to beat around a bush or say something or do something different than what I really want. That ain't it. If you decide to present yourself and be honest about what situation you want, then honestly, you get back. If I fuck with you and I like you, then maybe that situation works for me. If I don't fuck with you and I don't like you, then hey, this situation don't work for me. But don't feel as though, oh, because this woman is not giving you anything and because you're buying shit, a meal, you're buying a meal, the same meal that I would have bought myself if, if I needed to, like, you know. So I say I have to say say that to women to say like, look, y'all, even being ethically non-monogamous, the dating can still be trash. <laughs> like these men out here, I guess, are so scarred and broken as far as like what other women are doing. And, and that's what a lot like we, we were talking about certain things. He was like, well, women this and women that and y'all this and y'all that. And I'm like, who's y'all? Because I'm one of one. I can only speak for myself. So I don't know. But it seems like there's a lot of like hurt going on in the world as far as like dating and relationships and men with women or men, I guess, feeling like they did so much for a woman and didn't get enough in return or whatever the case may be. But I'm going to tell y'all now, that's how the good women and the good men are fucking missing each other. Because y'all are fucking taking out whatever you had go wrong for you and your past and your past relationships and taking that out on a good woman and vice versa. That's why dating is trash. So all I'm going to say is to sit here and say on the end of this podcast on He Ain't Make the Cut that men, please understand that one, there are still good women out here. That's one. Two, we're kind of hard to come by. And three, don't be fucking cheap when you do find us. Because if you won't, another nigga will. And the same thing goes in reverse, y'all. I'm not sitting here causing no bias or nothing because it's true. If I'm not giving up no pussy, I'm sure the next bitch will. But it won't be me at an expense of like some cheap shit. So that's the latest episode on this podcast. Uh, thanks, y'all, for always uh, tuning in and sticking into these episodes. It's always never a dull moment in my life, y'all. I'm telling y'all, these are real facts based off real events that happen to me in real life. Like, this ain't no, oh, for play play or a book. Like, no, y'all. This is, like, what I actually went through. So, I appreciate y'all listening always. I appreciate the feedback, whatever y'all have to say. Um, I love it. Again, if you have any situations on the He Ain't Make the Cut uh, segment of the podcast that you want to come on and tell your story, I would love, love, love to have y'all on as a guest. So let me know. Um, we can definitely set up something to get your your story out here. And we're just going to keep rolling with this. Keep rolling with, you know, the He Ain't Make the Cut. Bring it back to She Said What Podcast. Yo, I had an awesome time at fucking homecoming, y'all. So awesome that I didn't record shit. <laughs> um. But I'm definitely, like I said, going to keep up with these episodes, keep up with this content, um, and hopefully bigger and better things for 2022. That's a fact. All right, y'all. Peace.